Hello and welcome to episode number 40, I believe, of the Building a Better Body podcast. So today I am going to be talking about the importance of music, something a little bit different for a change. I, I personally enjoy music and I guess most people do to some extent, but I wouldn't say I was particularly passionate about it. You know, sure, I know that a good hook puts me in an energetic mood or a slow track with amazing lyrics can get me thinking and pondering about life. And I'll certainly dance around the kitchen to a lively number or two. However, I don't go crazy getting tickets for concerts that often and I don't have music on all the time. I'm a kind of a, a take it or leave it kind of person when it comes to music. Now, now that being said, it is obvious that some people are super passionate about listening to it, going to see gigs and even creating music. I did a poll actually recently on top podcast topics, you know, what do people want to hear about and music got one of the top hits. So today I want to delve a little bit deeper and see what creates such diversity in the world of music. You know, why people absolutely are super passionate about it and other people are a bit like, meh, whatever, music, love it, whatever. Um, so let's talk about a little uh, section of research. Uh, an article published in 2013 by the Department of Psychology in Massachusetts titled The Effect of Music on Human Stress Response. And it concluded that, quote, our findings indicate that music, lessened, music listening impacted the psychobiological stress system. Listening to music prior to a standardized stressor predominantly affected the autonomic nervous system in terms of faster recovery and to a lesser degree the endocrine and psychological stress response. So basically, blah blah blah, uh, the participants who listened to relaxing music had their stress hormones returned to normal much quicker. So it's pretty interesting. You kind of would assume that would happen but it's nice to see it all in science as well. Then there's another study uh, that discusses the fact that choosing the appropriate music is extremely important. With regard to intense intensive care per, uh, patients, the most beneficial music for health has shown to be classical. Composers such as Bach, Mozart and Italian composers being the most powerful. And patients with anxiety, depressive syndromes, cardiovascular disturbances and those suffering from pain, stress or sleep disturbances seeing the most benefit so that's pretty cool you also see sometimes surgeons using that kind of music in the background while they work i've seen that being done before as well so there must be something in it and then one final study uh, i came across also shows some promise and quote music therapy has a positive effect on mood in post-stroke patients and may be beneficial for mood improvements with stroke mood improvements for people who had a stroke. So yeah, I will put the uh, scientific notes in the show notes for you later on, but that, that's just kind of a little intro into the episode today, a little bit of science behind the music. <clears throat> but moving on from the geeky science bit, I have something special for you. But just something to bear in mind, the audio is not perfect because we had a bit of a connection problem throughout, but you should be able to hear most of it. Thanks very much. And let's launch into that because I recorded it last week. I have a fantastic guest on today for an interview. He's called Maddie Killen and he is a drummer and a freelance filmmaker. 
And with those two occupations in the bag, I'd say it's pretty safe to say music is very important to him. So hello, how are you today? Hello, hello. hello. Thank you for having me on the show today. No worries. How are you feeling? Good, 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 yes. Um, Busy, busy as always, just... um, Busy, busy. Okay, cool. <laughs> no worries. Did I get that right now? Would you call yourself a drummer and a freelance filmmaker? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You've you've banged it right on there. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. That's all I do. <laughs> That's all you do. You know, there could life. be worse. There could be worse things to do with your life. That's for sure. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so let me just jump straight into some questioning. Um, can you remember the first song that you bought? Uh, and if so, how did it make you feel? Can you remember that far back? You're a lot younger than me, so you're probably all right. <laughs> um, I think the first God, the first song I ever bought, goodness me, uh, first song I ever bought was uh, the album All Killer No Filler by Sum 41. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I, remember, I remember my dad buying it for me because obviously it was, uh, I couldn't buy it. I was too young to buy it at the time. And um, okay. the first song I ever heard was uh, a song called Fat Lip by Sum 41 and um, at the time when I listened to it I was like oh my god what is this this is unbelievable it was just loud loud rock music and I just completely fell in love with it and yeah it's after that then I just kind of opened up to new bands I started listening to um, Green Day quite a lot and for a good period of my of my life I I only listened to Green Day and nothing else Mm -hmm. and um, yeah like I said listen Listen to all that kind of music at the time. It was just something that I just, I just loved it. I loved the sound. I just I loved that it was so uh, just loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loud. Uh-huh. Would you uh, would you say it evoked any emotions, or you just kind of made you happy? Simple as that. It just, it just made me happy um, because it was just for me. Well, for me, with that kind of type of music, like play, being like bands like that who are playing so loudly, like that's what got them noticed. Like mm. being loud and making a racket, I think that's for me. That's how I liked it. And when I said, as I listened to it at the time, I was like, it just made me really happy, and it just it just made me really enjoy listening to music. Yeah. So was it not so much about the lyrics with those guys then? Not really. No, it wasn't really about the lyrics for me. It was more about the the energy of their performances. So like mm-hmm. again, uh, with with Green Day and stuff, uh, it was two thousand and four when they released American Idiot, and that's I remember that's when I first got into them. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, at the time I didn't really know what they were singing about because obviously it was at the time with you know George Bush and things like that when he was in office. But mm-hmm. for me, the, just the the playing of it was so energetic and so you know just really going for it. That's yeah. that's I like. That's why I enjoyed it. That's why you're a drummer, probably. That's the energetic person really? on the stage. <laughs> that is absolutely right. You're bang on the money there. <laughs> what ever happened to Sum Forty One? What do you call the main singer? Did he go a bit uh, off the rails? Yeah. Derek Wibley, they're actually still together. They're still going yeah. uh, after all these years. Um, but obviously, like most bands, they go through various lineup changes and stuff like that. So I think there's only, God, I think there's only like three of them. Okay. See, the members left. There's a, the other couple have left. So didn't he get really sick though? I remember seeing he something. He got because uh, obviously, being the rock star as you are, uh, he drank mm-hmm. he- heavily and there was a point where I think he had like liver failure or something like that and he almost yes. nearly he nearly died but luckily he has made a full recovery and he's back playing again so 
Yeah, and he and he used to be with Avril Lavigne, isn't that right? Yes, he was with Avril Lavigne. Yes, he was. Uh, okay, cool. So, also next, um, were you always the drum the drummer guy, or did you play other instruments? And and uh, so, why drums now? Maybe you've answered that already. <laughs> I I have always played drums. Yes, I uh, when I was very young, my mum always told me um, when I was quite even when I was a baby, she knew for a fact that I was wanting to play drums because I would always <laughs> like as typical drummers would do at a young age they get like pots and pans and yes. just hit them with wooden spoons and stuff like that and then um my dad bought me my first drum kit at about god i think it was about uh about 15 or 16 right was um my <laughs> this, is, this is quite a funny story mm-hmm. my my dad bought me a toy drum kit from argos mm-hmm. like a really like a kid's one yeah and he said if, if you play this for two months straight and don't and keep at it every day. I'll buy a proper drum kit. So I did that, and then he he bought me my first drum kit, which is like a hundred and twenty pound drum kit from like Matchets or something. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's always it was always drums for me uh, because the reason why I just love playing drums is because for me it was the loudest instrument that you could play. Yeah. Um, obviously, everyone in in my school played like acoustic guitar and like recorder and stuff, and I was like, nah, I want to make noise. I want to be really loud and be like. <laughs> And everyone else, so I picked up drums, and it's it's always just yeah, it's always been like that. And I do play guitar a wee bit, um, okay, yeah. But it's, it's a bit of an awkward one because I'm a right, I'm, I play drums right-handed, but I play guitar left-handed. All right. <laughs> so it's really really awkward because it's like say if I go out on like I usually if I go at like a party and there's a guitar there, I can't play it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay. It's always right-handed. Wow. So maybe maybe I'm being naive here. So is there a left-handed and a right-handed way of playing drums? <laughs> There is, there is indeed. So the the term for the way I play, it's called um, ambidextrous. Oh, so right. okay, yeah. I play drums right-handed, but the problem is, is that um, the, the whatever way I learned to play, um, uh, it's kind of messed me up a wee bit because say if I do like drum fills and stuff like that, yeah. Uh, because I'm left-handed, from time to time I lead. Your a right-handed drummer leads with their le- with their right hand, and obviously left-handed drummer leads with their left. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. It, and I play a right-handed drum kit. There's times where I leave with my left hand, so there's certain fills and things that I can't play because it just completely messes up. Yeah, that's drum, interesting. Some information there for you. <laughs> yeah, very good. Well, I know nothing about. I have no rhythm at all. I literally just could not. I don't think. Do you know the way that you sort of can, uh, like your dad pushed you into it to practice and practice? But I just don't think it's in me to be able to play drums. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, it was like that. I mean, all I did, I didn't do really anything else. I didn't really go out much and socialize as bad as it sounds. I just kind of sat in my room every day and just played drums for like... Yeah, but when, two, you, two when you hear stories like that, that's the people that make it big. They, they shun being silly and going out and drinking every Saturday night and just honing in on their skill. Um, and that's well, how you get places. That's all, yeah. Yeah, um, and to guitar. I remember trying guitar really briefly just because I went out with a guy who played the guitar, <laughs> and I felt like, oh my, might as well get involved here. And I did like it for a while, and I remember having all the chords up on my old school PC on the computer and playing an acoustic. I was playing like Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow and all. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow, well, so you, you must be like a bit of a Nickelback fan or something. Oh no, I wouldn't be allowed in this house. <laughs> Did you did you know did you know I played the guitar for about a week? <laughs> oh, no, I never knew. 
never knew you played the guitar. I yeah. never knew that at all. Um, but there you go. If I picked it up now, I could probably play a C and an A and a D chord, and then you know that'll be it. That's all you need, isn't it? Like, I know pretty much. I know my dad. My dad uh, played guitar when well, he tried to learn, but he was really bad at it. He could he could do the chords, mm-hmm. but the strumming. He couldn't do it at the same time. He just his mind just couldn't process yes, it. Yes. It's it's really weird because no one no one um in my family plays music. Okay. Like got the occasional singer and stuff like that. But I Helena me and my sister Helena were the only really two creative people in our family because mm-hmm. Helena does all her art and then I'm the one who plays drums and makes films and stuff like that. So That's interesting. Skip the generation. Are your grandparents artistic or musical? None of them are. We don't. We're literally. My mum as well. She's just completely baffled. She's like, I, I don't know where all this creativity comes from. I don't know where you got it from. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, you're. It has to start somewhere. So then, if you guys have kids, then there'll be more creativity down the line that way. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. Keep it going. That's all we can do. Very good. Cool. So, uh, moving on. It. Do you listen to certain music for the mood that you're in, and do you find it helps? You know, if you're in a bit of a a diner will can it kind of help you bring you up or, or maybe you want to listen to down music when you're in a down mood too does that kind of fit with you you're absolutely right i mean i think music i i really i like i listen to music obviously every single day like when i wake up i'll listen to music you know depending on like i said what mood i'm in so for example um a couple of days ago i was doing uh assignments for for my course and i was listening to like just instrumental music music because it just helps me concentrate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whereas for the other option is like in the morning time when I wake up I'll put on like the, the last thing I listened to uh, this morning was a Bon Iver like very relaxed and very calm music uh, yeah. and I was listening in the morning just because I was chilling out and obviously like I said if I'm in like a really bad mood I'll play really loud loud like rock music like I don't know like Slipknot or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I, I do. I do really think you know. Depending what Adrian music does have an effect. Like, I think with um, if I'm in a really bad mood, I'll listen to uh, who would I listen to? I would listen to like Childish Gambino and stuff like that because he actually stuff like that would help me kind of get in a better mood. Yeah. Um, and I just find it fascinating how music can do that. How depending what mood you're in, how music can actually you know somehow change your mood and mm-hmm. make you feel happy or make feel sad and things like that as well mm-hmm. so i think we can underestimate the power of it as well as i will have talked about earlier in the podcast um there's tons of scientific studies about what it can do for endless health problems from heart disease to yeah. dementia to just making you feel more relaxed and sorting out your anxiety levels but you know it's, and i know that i don't listen to enough music um and i know that when i do listen to music it does lift my mood so i don't know why i don't do more of it. It's weird. And maybe this is why I want to do this podcast to help you inspire me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I, I listen to music. Like I can't even, there's not one minute of the day where I don't listen to something. Like if I'm, mm-hmm. when I go up, I listen to music. When I go to work, I listen to music. When I <laughs> drive around, I listen to music. Yeah. I listen to just everything and anything just because I, like you said, it does, it does help you kind of set you up for the day so for example when I was walking to work the other day uh, it was obviously at like 8 in the morning and I'm not a morning person at all <laughs> so I was like right okay I need to get in a better mood so what I did was I listened to the Beach Boys the whole way down the road Very good. Uh, by the time I got into 
work, I was like, this is great. I'm in, I'm in such a great bit now. I'm ready for the day. Yeah, that's true. And do you know what's really good? If you've ever tried it, get somebody else to make you a playlist. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Me, I and, did. me and my sister, we, we have a collaborative playlist on uh, Spotify. Yeah, I did um, the marathon back in 2009. Don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> but I got uh, a friend of mine to do the playlist and put it on uh, back in the day. It was on an, uh, an iPod shuffle. Uh, okay. I think it was a shuffle. And she just gave it to me and didn't know what was going to be on it. And it was just brilliant. Just She just chose lively songs. And I didn't know what was coming next. Because you do get bored of playlists that you've made <laughs> yourself. So yeah, it was, it's a really good idea. So it's almost like the modern day yeah. mixtape. You know, you would have given people mixtapes back in the day. <laughs> Why not give them a playlist? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I think as well, like I, I heavily, heavily use Spotify on my, on my, on my iPhone, and like the playlist for me every day. Like obviously, Spotify makes like a daily mix of like songs and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like yourself when I listen to it. I love the, I love the feeling of not knowing what will be next. And obviously, as well, it introduces you into like new bands and new artists that you've never really heard before. Yeah, because you can't cool. get stuck in the same old genres that you're used to, but then something slides in that you, you've never heard before. You're, oh, right, I'm really open to this now. And then you start uh, sort of analysing them as a band and stuff like that, going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so moving it up a gear. Uh, so you're also a filmmaker, a filmmaker in the making. Would, I, would that be right? Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? We'll go with yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you've done some films. You know, I know you have. Um, how important is music to you in that respect? And I ask that because, you know, music is sometimes used to create really high drama, almost, you know, needlessly. And what I mean by that is you often get more startled by a super dramatic bit of music rather than what's actually happening on the scene. And it can maybe be a bit lazy to use music in that way. What do you, what do you think about that? <laughs> I... I... Um, I'll be really honest with you. I need music to write films, to do films. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it's the same with uh, Quentin Tarantino. Every time when he ever, whenever, for example, he made Pulp Fiction, um, he said that whenever he was making that movie, it was solely all the music that he was listening to at the time that helped him write it. And I, that's a, that's a, that's a thing that I myself do quite a lot. So, if I'm writing like a film of some sort, if I'm listening to a specific song, that will help me. That always really helps me, like envision what I want to do and, and helps me get a visual idea of what I want to happen on the camera so mm-hmm. again whenever I was uh, making the first my first horror movie that I did which was uh, Slender I mm-hmm. heavily listened to Queens of the Stone Age quite a lot yeah um, because they're, they're that kind of creepy music kind of music style that I really liked and and then for example when I did um, my latest film with was no one left which is like a zombie kind of drama kind of movie i was listening to uh the soundtrack to a video game called the last of us which is again a zombie game as well and it's mm-hmm. i do do really i can't stress enough that listening to music especially when you're in a, in a in a creative world especially does really help you write stuff mm-hmm. um might not for everyone but it works for me anyway well so you're you're kind of coming from from a different angle though you're not relying on the music it's you're listening to music and it's almost evoking a storyline for you and then you know that is that would that be right uh, absolutely bang on the money yeah like i said i need music every day when i listen to a song as i said i i'll listen to it but i'll also start thinking okay what what can, what story can i think of with this kind of music like what kind of mood would i set with it and things like that as well mm-hmm. yeah you're not sort of you know papering over a weak storyline with a bit of dramatic music that's, that's the other way around really Pretty much, that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, whenever I, whenever I did, no one left. Um, 
we we did the shoot. I filmed it over two days, and then I I did the music and sound for six months. Like mm-hmm. that's how that's how important the music and the the it was to me because as I said, I we we tried different things every day of different moods and styles and stuff like that, and there was a lot of stuff that wasn't working. And then one day. It is like that with music. You just kind of you struggle with it for a while because you're trying to set the right tone. And then there was like three months where I wasn't really getting anywhere. And then one day, um, my sound design guy Aaron, he just hit like a button on like his pedal board at, at our rehearsal studio, mm-hmm. and that opened this door for me. And then obviously that can then made me go, okay, let's change the film around. So I re-edited it in a specific way to go with the tone. And then it just yeah, it just worked that way. Brilliant. I know that when people watch music, uh, movies, music is super important to them. And it's not to me, and maybe it should be, because I've walked away from the cinema with Mark, my partner, and he's been like, yeah, the music was really good, and that's really stood out to me. And I'm like, I didn't even notice. <laughs> so isn't it funny what you diff- different people pick up? But you yeah, should be more aware of it, you know. The same with Steph. Steph doesn't really... My, my girlfriend, Steph, she doesn't... Um, when, we, when we go to cinema to see a film, she doesn't really take music into consideration, but I'm the, I'm I'm always... That's the one thing I always look out for in a film is the music. So yeah. again, and one of my favourite films, again, was Pulp Fiction. So you remember the scene where they do the dance contest? Yes, of course. That's like the best moment ever for me. That was like, oh my God, that is... <laughs> I need to watch it again. Steph, she, Sorry, go ahead. I know, I, but when Steph saw it, she was like, oh, it's okay. I was like, are you mad? This is amazing. This is so good. <laughs> I, know. I know. Different strokes. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so why, why do you think music becomes so important to people? Um, I ask that this because, as I say, I've kind of gone out of the way of it a wee bit. You know, I need some guidance. Why, what can I do <laughs> to make music more important to me? <laughs> See, I think music... What's the word? What's the way to say it? That's what I... I yeah. Music music to me is a way where, again, back to what we talked about, about emotion, it really expresses emotion to people and it really brings, like, it really just brings out a lot of emotions for how people are feeling and stuff like that. So, for example, if you have someone who hasn't, who doesn't know how to, you know, really sum up how they're feeling about something, you know, that's what a song is for. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I just love the fact as well, even like on a night out when we go out and there's music playing and people are dancing, you can tell that they just love it. You know, mm-hmm. there's just something of music that just really gets people, you know, to really com- connect with each other. I think that's one thing that I've seen anyway, is that, mm-hmm. you know, no matter where you are, no matter where you live, everyone will have, there's always music that will bring people together and stuff like that. That's the way I look at it. Very true. Um, it's almost like, you know, if you can't articulate, but then you hear a song, that's why you get so connected to it. That song, that's exactly what I want to say. They've summed it all up and then you get all emotional about the, the lyrics behind it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Crying into your pillow, or is that just me? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've, 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 don't you worry, I've cried the all time to the old pieces of music. Oh my God, I think I listened to, what did I listen? Do you remember, uh, do you remember Toy Story? Toy Story? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. There was a bit in Toy Story. Do you remember the part where Buzz, uh, Buzz Lightyear tried to fly out the window, but he fell? Yes, I do remember that, believe it or not. Yeah. There was a Randy Newman song underneath that that I listened to recently, and I, I'm just a bit, I actually cried because I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. It's just a beautiful piece of music. So it's, uh, I see what you mean. There's a lot of, that's a game back to the emotion. That's what music can really do to people. It really brings out their mm-hmm. emotions and stuff like that. Yeah, brilliant, and that's awesome. 
Okay then. Um, well, I always ask this question at the end of my interview. If you could give one piece of advice on how to build a better body, what would that be? Now, I know I'm the health and fitness girl and that's what this podcast started off as, but you're the music guy, so have you got a Maddie mad, nugget for me that kind of would make people feel good for the school? Uh, just, just play drums. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend in Neil who, if he's listening to this, he will love what you're saying about drums. He's a big drummer too, really big, big drummer. <laughs> I, I, as you said, I like yourself, yes, you're, you're the health and fitness girl and I'm, I'm the music guy, but you know, you, no matter what you're doing, I mean, for me, my fitness, my fitness is just playing music and playing drums like two or three times a week for 40 minutes. Like that's mm-hmm. my fitness. But like, if you're wanting to get really fitness, it's all about the music. It's all about how, what gets you going or what gets you pumped up to want to do a good workout and stuff like that. So mm. you know, get Spotify, get Apple music, get on those playlists, honestly, because they will help you become more motivated in what yeah. you're doing. I actually went I went to the gym this morning and didn't have my music with me and it was weird. <laughs> it was just bleak. I didn't enjoy it at all. It's funny how it can make a good workout or a bad workout. <laughs> yeah, there was actually one time um, we were, me and Steph were going out one night and I went out the door and I uh, left my Wii adapter for my phone in the house and I drove for about five minutes. Yeah. And it was silent, and, and we were about, and I was like, "No, we're not going." So I go out and goes, "I need to go back and get this after. I can't, I can't drive without listening." So, <laughs> you might, you might have to talk to her or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know that was it. I know. <laughs> awesome. Well, Matt, thank you very, very much for talking to me. But before you go, how can we all best connect with you on the interwebs? All your different uh, places. I'm on, I'm on everything. I'm on Facebook, on Instagram. So I have my own. Uh, facebook uh, page called uh, mk freelance film where you can see literally everything that i've ever made um all my music stuff you can catch my band r51 uh we're on facebook as well mm-hmm. um on apple music we're on spotify we're on everything so you can check us out and you can hear me make a racket brilliant and i will put all that in the show notes anyway for people so that's all good mm-hmm. so thank you very much money that was a fun chat i enjoyed that thank you very much Ken, for having me it's been a pleasure you're welcome thank you have a good day you too,